Welcome to Tuesday Talk with the Queen of Hearts. I am Cheryl Jones, the Queen of Hearts, and y'all, I want you to put on your safety belts today. We are here with Miss Lisa R. Willits, y'all. Put that R in there real good. <laughs> Lisa, can you say hello to the crowd? Hello, I am Lisa Ara. Ara, There you go. Yes, I am. Definitely. Well, Lisa, tell us a little bit about yourself. I am um, a native of Dallas. Yes. I am a mother of four and a grandmother of five. Ooh. I'm a wife of Joel Willis. Yeah. And let's see, what else? I'm a retired school teacher. Oh, yeah. Um, and former military person. Awesome, awesome, awesome. When you say retired, did you run kicking and screaming from the kids when oh you were? Oh my gosh, yes. I was trying to tell them, y'all better get away from me. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was done. I was, you were I done. Was, I was done. You were so done. Okay, done. you did your time, and you were good. <laughs> I loved them. I I did the very best I could, but I was done. Right. I absolutely, was done. absolutely, absolutely. Well, I wanted to have you on the to talk a little bit about your ministry and how you help women soar. That's the word that came to me was soar. How do you help women soar? So tell us a little bit about your ministry. Listen, I have a ministry called Lisa Willis Ministries, um, and it encompasses several different areas. Mm -hmm. um, but primarily, it is all under the umbrella of helping women to live victoriously mm -hmm. through his word. Yes. And so... Um, that has to do with homelessness, domestic violence, um, and just everyday real struggles in life, right? right? Mm -hmm. And so that's what it's all about. Absolutely, absolutely. Have you found yourself being that, that I'm going to say a lighthouse for women that maybe don't know where to go and, you know, how to raise their hand? I think this is the hardest thing for people to do is to raise their hand and say, hey, I need help. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I, I get the opportunity, and I say I get, um, to speak to women all over the country. Yes. And it never fails. Um, women are all dressed up. Yep. We're all made up. We right. look great. Right. Um, people ask us how we're doing. Oh, I'm just fine. Right. I'm blessed in the Lord. How are you? Blessed and highly favored. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> but it never fails, and I, I'm, I'm honored that after every speaking engagement, mm -hmm. after every whatever I do, there's always a group of women lined up yeah. saying, can I talk to you? Yeah. And it is though they've seen, heard something that lets them know that they can be real with me. Right. And I thank God for that. Yes. And so I get to hear a myriad of things. I, right. I hear real life issues. Right. My husband mm -hmm. left me. My husband's cheating. My children are no longer going to church. My, right. You name it. You've um, heard it. I've heard it. Mm -hmm. And so Definitely. I'm honored that that I get the opportunity to get Absolutely. involved in that way. Now, how is it carrying the weight of those things? I know for me as a social worker, sometimes it can get heavy, y'all. It can get real heavy to take somebody else's burden and pick it up and have it as your own. Um, so tell me, how do you deal with that? You know what? It's, um, it's an evolving process yeah. for me. Um, initially, I didn't realize that I was taking that on. Okay. I get, I'm also privileged to be able to teach um, a ladies' Bible class, uh -huh. right? And so you get phone calls and oh, you get yeah. things um, where you're involved in things that nobody else knows about. Right. Um, 
at one time I found at the end of the term for teaching, which uh -huh. is usually in May, um, I would be so emotionally drained yeah. and so spent that I didn't understand. I, I'd just almost go into my own depression, right? Wow. I'd be like, what is happening? Until I started to realize I've got to do something different. Yep. And, and so part of my self-care is I do things intentionally yeah. that I enjoy doing. Right. I have someone that I talk with myself. Yes, definitely. And, and I say, look, this is what's happening. Right. Um, and I have a kind of a support system. I have right. some other friends who kind of do what I do. Yep. And we get together and we kind of talk about those things. That's so, awesome. Listen, you, you're not meant to carry it. Absolutely. You know I mean? so, Absolutely. Yeah. So self-care, y'all, that's one of the big things that I, I think for my word for completion is I, t I told you guys since January 1st, the word God gave me was completion, y'all, because there's so many things that I, I can start and I never complete. I can start and I never complete. So this year, everything that I start, I want to complete. Mm. So with that being said, self-care has been on my list for many years because I know it's easy. I'm that chick that's like, send me on the crisis team. I want to go when the death has just happened. I want to go when somebody is thinking about committing suicide. I want to. I want all those hard cases, and I think that's who I am on the inside because I've dealt with so much myself. So when you say self care, I know that that's something that we all need to work on. That one, y'all. Mm -hmm. So making it a priority in your life is that something you teach the women through your ministry? Well, usually, um, when when I'm talking to them, I'm I'm. My message is um, part of my message includes uh -huh. self-care. Yes, because if you're following what God intended, right, and the way He intended for us to handle things, right, that is self-care. That's the best self-care ever. Absolutely. So yeah, it's it's a part of it. Absolutely, of absolutely. It. So tell us a little bit about how the ministry got started. Well, um, I initially started a um, an organization to deal with domestic violence yes in educating more on the educational side okay. I, did, I never wanted a shelter okay. I never wanted um, anything like that I mm -hmm. wanted to educate on healthy relationships and how to have those mm -hmm. and how to spot when your relationship wasn't healthy okay um, and it came about through the loss of a friend through yes. domestic violence, right? Um, Alveda Edwards, and so from there, I kind of it kind of evolved into um, wanting to work with homeless individuals. Uh -huh. um, when I was living and stationed in Washington D.C., um, they had a program called "So Others Might Eat Some," oh, and wow. I volunteered for that, and we fed them uh -huh. ev every single day. Oh wow! And People range from being kind of um, ordinary, if you will, uh -huh. um, individuals to, there was a gentleman who was a classical pianist. Oh, my goodness. And he would come in every day, and he would eat, and he was tattered, and, you know, his clothes were torn, and his hair was wild, and he didn't smell like um, you and I would want. But and his nails were long and you know everything the opposite of what a pianist would look right. like. Right. Um, 
and he would play every day. Oh, wow. And he caused me to wonder what happened right. that brought you to this situation. Right. And how can I help? Right. And so that birthed my interest in homelessness and, right. and trying to alleviate that issue. Right. So it's kind of been an evolving thing. Yeah, definitely. I had the honor of um, volunteering at a Dallas shelter, Dallas Life Shelter, many years ago, and I met a guy that had a master's degree. And I was just like, what? I don't even have no master's degree. Tell me how you here. Right. He said, it was one bad decision that turned into another, that turned into another. And he said, many times you can't stop the roller coaster. You can't stop the snowball. Mm -hmm. So I think part of it is it's mental health making sure that your mental health is good as well. Absolutely. So um, just knowing that there's things that we deal with that are physical. There are things that we deal with that are spiritual. Mm -hmm. There are things that we deal with that are emotional. Absolutely. So just helping a woman understand the phases that she might be going through. Absolutely. You know, I've had a big, big... Uh, <coughs> I'm going to say reach out, maybe touch of love for how I'm dealing with grief right now. And I think that comes from your mental health. I think... I've had some experience, y'all. I've, I've had a baby die in my arms. I've had all of these things happen, and we are sum total of everything that's happened to us. Absolutely. So tell us, how do you walk a woman through when you know she's in a pretty difficult time right now? How do you become that light for her? You know, sometimes, Cheryl, and I, I know you know this, um, sometimes it is literally just being present. Yes. Yes. I've walking through grief at this moment myself. Yes. It is not um, about the words that you say. Right. I've had many people text me and say, I don't have the words. It's not the words. Right. You know what? Quite honestly, I've heard them all. Yeah. I've said them all. <laughs> right, right. Praying for your comfort. Praying right. for your peace. Right. Right, right. You know, right. And, and we get a little fancy sometimes, but <laughs> it's essentially the same. Right. It's not the words. Absolutely. It is hey, I just came over to see you. Yeah, definitely. And I'm just going to sit here. Right. And if we sit here in silence. Hello. Then that's what we're going to do. Absolutely. I'm going to make sure that you're eating something. Right. And I'm not going to bug you about this. I'm going to make sure that, that you're getting up and you're taking care of yourself. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. It's those kinds of things. It's Absolutely. those acts of service. Yes. That are more important than anything, anything you could ever you could say. say. So, and so sometimes it's, it's just that. Sometimes it's, I'm going to call you every day. Wow. And so you, you may not want to talk to me, and that's okay. <laughs> right. But I'm going to call you right. every single day. Right. Absolutely. It, it, it's those kinds of things. Absolutely. You know, for me, it... It really helped me understand the scripture, be still and know that God is God, y'all. Mm -hmm. And know that there's so much, so many things that we can't do that we've just got to give it to him and say, okay, God, I can't handle this right now, God. What do I need to do? Be quiet. Mm -hmm. Be quiet and hear from God however you hear from God. Mm -hmm. You see, for me, it's a definitely, yeah, God speaks to me, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I don't have an issue if he doesn't to you. I'm telling you what he do for me. Mm -hmm. Definitely a confidence in knowing that I hear from God on a regular basis. So for me, it's not about the confrontation and the conflict of if, it's the acceptance he does and I'm good. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So tell me a little bit about that. You know, it's 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 really interesting. We we serve a God who communicates. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. He said at the beginning, and I'm not going to get into a whole big Bible study with you, but 
God said. Yep. All of first Genesis. Right. Genesis one, I'm sorry. All of it. Right. And God said, let there be, let there be. And God said, and God said, and God said. Right. 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 Jesus' ministry, he's walking and he's talking to them. Right. Then he talks about the comforter coming. Right. Who will remind you. And who, yes. All of those things, God is speaking. Yep. But we get nervous when we start talking about God speaking. Right, to us. right. You know what I'm absolutely, absolutely. It, 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 it's astounding to right. me. It's okay, y'all. Yeah, Let it's, go. It's all right. <laughs> So there's something that I call the freedom in Christ, y'all. I just believe the more free you become, the easier your walk becomes, right? So for me, it was, uh, um, and I've shared this many times, it was being introduced to the women preachers, the gathering, that changed my life. And um, I don't argue with people about it. I'm I am who I am because of what I've experienced, and I'm thankful and grateful for it. So just a whole new freedom in Christ. Do you see that on the horizon for the church, especially the religion that we are in? Do you see that as something that's easily accepted, or do you see that as a difficult walk for us? And how do you address that when people come up to you and say things that are not scriptural, I guess, but just their opinion or whatnot? Well... I, I've I've been blessed um, to a great extent. Um, I've had people say, "Oh, you're preaching." Yeah. I've had people say um, different things about using the word ministries. I, you know, I've had all of that. Um, and the way that I've chosen to deal with it has been, if you look up the word ministries. Yeah, absolutely. Um, has been to just walk in it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Not feeling the need to confront, not right. feeling the need to defend. Right. Making sure that I am scripturally sound. Right. Making sure that that um, I'm doing what I need to be doing. Right. And Absolutely. So as long as that is the case, you know, let me tell you something. Um, I saw one time. Uh, a play by Tyler Perry. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about the, what, some of the best advice I ever learned <laughs> came from a man in a dress. Yes, absolutely. Um, Tyler Perry, in I think it was class reunion. Okay. He walked through the life of a woman. Oh, wow. And so he said, oh, in your 20s, you don't know anything. Yeah. You're just trying to keep your car from getting repossessed. <laughs> yeah. You're just trying to make it. Right. You get to your 30s, you know that if you don't pay the note, you know, they, right. they, they come get it, right? You're, you're trying to get some knowledge under your belt, right. some real life. You've heard from mama all your life and yeah. all of that, but you've learned some lessons by the time you get to your 30s. 30s yeah. By the time you get to your 40s, you know, you pretty much, you, you are able to spot some things before right. they come. You've made some mistakes, you've yeah. learned, yeah. you're putting it into practice. <laughs> right. <laughs> By the time you get to your 50s, uh -huh. you see it coming. You're like, mm-mm, we're not doing that. No, we're not doing that at all. Been there, done that. Right. In 60s, you're just telling people, uh, turn around. Don't even come towards me with that. Right. And so I, I, I believe that to be so true right. in my own life. Right. Um, and that, you know, there's nothing spiritual about that. That's just a stage of life for right. me. Right. And so a lot of things, um, you know, I'm, I, I don't do extraordinary 
you know, out of out of the ordinary things. But what I do, I I, I really work to make sure that it's sound. Right. And that God would be pleased. Absolutely. That's good. So that, and if you use that filter, y'all, that's all you need. That is all you absolutely need. You don't need nobody to co-sign. You don't need nobody to give you no thumbs up. I care less about a thumbs up, y'all. I care about God giving me the thumbs up. That's about it. That's about it. And knowing that opposition might happen, because I feel like sometimes we're dealing with people that, that may not understand how you understand, and I'm so good with that. I'm so good with helping you walk along the way if you want my help. See, so I had to learn. I had to pull it back. I had to be like, oh, my God, let me help you. Let me help you to, oh, no, Cheryl, don't say nothing until they come to you and ask for help. I had to learn that mm -hmm. because I thought, okay, I'm going to help everybody. Everybody's got to know this. Everybody's got to want to know this. Right. People don't want to know everything. Right. And they don't want to hear it sometimes. And they think you kind of crazy if you're coming up to them right. telling them. Right. You know, I think about my mom. She was so, such a wonderful example because her life, she started off at, I say she was a holy roller because she was. Then she became a member of the Church of Christ. So she was a holy roller in the sense that she was the track woman. I mean, every time we went to the grocery store, Cheryl, they need a track. Cheryl, I said, Mother, they don't need that. I'm telling you, they don't want to know about this. This ain't exciting, line. No, no, no. But I learned something from her, y'all. And God bless her soul. She's been gone 14 years. She was the biggest encourager I ever had. And I learned something about her. If you love something, you need to share it. Yeah, yeah. Her love for God. I've never met anybody since that has what she had. Mm -hmm. And it was so, it was great. It was great. And I had said before, if I could have experienced my whole Christian life with just my mom and her life and everything that she had went through and how she had did all of these things and all these things to finally go to where she believed was the best place for her. Oh, my goodness, y'all. Life would have been so yummy good, but I took another route. <laughs> most, most of I took time. another route. I didn't see it that way. So it's like just that learning of just having that conviction. So when we think about, you know, I'm a business owner, you're a business owner, think about that conviction. Tell us a little bit about that. How do you keep going when you know, ooh, this is hard? How do people stay in business doing this or whatever? So tell us a little bit about that. You know, something I, I recently um, started a a professional development company. Okay, right? yes. I, I, I start laughing because I can't even get it out. Um, <laughs> when you see God opening doors yes. that in no way could your efforts mm -hmm. have caused that door to open. Yep. When you see God um, Introducing you to people, yeah. and putting your name in rooms yes. where you are not, wow, and where you could not get, right. Um, when you see God blessing, just where where you're walking along and you're just kind of picking up this blessing, and mm -hmm. you're walking along and you're picking up this one, then it allows you to um, have faith. Yeah, that Definitely. even in the difficult and the dry days and right. the deserts and the wilderness. Right that it's going to be all right. Yep, it, Because it, it, everything I look at is 
it's just him. It's just, it's just him. Yeah. You get a phone call. Oh, I was just talking to so and so, and they want to meet. They want to have a meeting with you. And da da da. You were talking with whom? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It, it, unbelievable stuff. Wow. So wow. It allows it. It. It allows you to have the faith that you need wow, to get through. Absolutely. It really does. Absolutely. And just knowing that that faith is there, knowing that that walk can be oh so personal and it can be so so tailored just for what you need at this time right now. Absolutely. One of the things that I know, you guys, many times you have to be so in tune with who's around you. You have to be so in tune with who is my tribe? Who is there for me? And it may be that somebody is there for me. I used to say my cousin is a perfect example. I used to talk to him once a year. I have this Christmas party. I would see my cousin at the Christmas party. But when we got to that Christmas party, it was like we did 12 months and 20 minutes. Mm. We could talk about, oh, this happened, this happened. And I was so happy to see him at that Christmas party that, I love him dearly, but I didn't have to see him again until the next Christmas party because we were that close and that secure with our relationship, y'all. You've got to know there's people that are placed in your life. God did that. You didn't do that. That person is there because God said, hey, she's going to need this person at this time. Y'all, some people have walked in. It's like, wow, where did she come from? And where did she, one in particular that I'm thinking about, and I think you know Teresa Little. Do you remember Teresa Little? I I met Teresa Little when mother was dying at the hospital. I was getting out of the car crying, trying to go up to the room. Okay, so that was on Tuesday. Mother died on a Sunday. Mother wanted to come home from the hospital that Tuesday, so she discharged that Wednesday. But I met Teresa Little on that Tuesday. And she just approached me and she said, what's going on? I said, my mom is dying. And she said, let me just pray for you. Teresa didn't know me. Mm. Teresa and I have been friends now over 14 years. She has been such a light in my life that it's like I could have never have done that. Absolutely. I perhaps wouldn't have crossed, y'all. There's absolutely no way. So when you look back on your life, just like you've said, hey, the contracts, the things that people have introduced you to, do you ever question God's will for your life and what he has intended for you? I don't question his will. Uh-huh. I question my obedience. Ooh, that's right? good, y'all. Y'all need to write that one down. Listen. That's it. But what I'm thankful for, because I, I can look back and see where he had me on a path, uh-huh. and had I been obedient, yeah. I'm not trying to do my own thing over here, I would be in a certain place, right? Right. right. But I, what I'm grateful for is um, he'd already factored that in. Okay. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes. Yeah. He factored. It. It's not a surprise that I went over here and <laughs> right. I went over there. I knew she was going to mess up. And so, yeah, yeah, exactly. I know right. she's going to mess up, but I know she's going to come back. Right, right. right. And so that's where my gratitude comes yeah, in. Yeah, definitely. I, listen, I'm just grateful that you still have me on a plan. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? That Absolutely. you still have me there, the grace and mercy. Absolutely. So, no, Absolutely. I, don't, I don't ever question his plan for me. I, I question my ability to be obedient absolutely i love that and there's such favor y'all in obedience there's such Mm -hmm. there are blessings that you cannot even imagine when you're obedient and i just tell people is don't ever underestimate what you can do 
when God is guiding you. You know, we were talking prior to the um, show with Susie, and um, Susie has a wonderful story as well, and just talking about obedience. And when you decide, okay, I'm going to trust God. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what God says to do. Look at what happens with your life. Look at what happens with your family's life. Things, I think about my mom, oh my goodness, y'all. And if I had to rate anybody as a Christian, she was definitely number one. She wanted my brother to be be there when she passed away. But my brother had recently been sentenced to 99 years, y'all. So we're like, my brother ain't coming to no funeral. (laughs) That's not going to happen. Mother prayed. Mother believed he would be there, y'all. The answer was no. He wasn't there. But guess what, y'all? 12 months later, my brother got released from prison. How did somebody that had 99 years get released from prison? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. God honored her wish after her death, y'all. And we sitting up like, what? What do you mean you're being released? Right. How is that possible? God can do anything, absolutely. y'all. Nothing absolutely. is out of his reach. Absolutely. Nothing. 99 years and he served one year? Y'all, mm-hmm. nothing is out of his reach. Absolutely. Nothing is out of So something we say, and even people that are... Um, more worldly or more, I don't know what the word is, y'all, that I'm looking for. They'll say, oh, well, the state of Texas said anybody that had anything dealing with drugs, I don't know if you remember this, where they let out a lot of people that yeah. had something to do with drugs because yeah. the, the jails were overcrowded and prison was over. That's how your brother got out. I said, no, nah, my right. brother got out because God let him out. still some people in there. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So just honoring God and living by that and knowing that he'll make a way out of nowhere. When we think about... You know, people in transition, and many times we may go through something and we may think at the time, this is awful, this is terrible, whatever, helping people see that this was the best thing for you at that time. Do you find yourself kind of coaching women and showing them, you know, look back and see some of those things you went through were absolutely necessary for you to get to this point? Oh, listen. So, and then I'm going to get biblical, honey. Yeah, that's so, fine. So, there, there's a scripture that we all like to quote. Um, and it's Romans eight twenty eight. Yes. Right. All things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. But there's some preceding scriptures. Yes. Um, when you go up to verse 26 and 27, and it talks about how we don't know what to pray for. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. But the Holy Spirit right. intercedes. intercedes for us. And so I normally have um, three women come up. Okay. And I'm usually in one of the three. But one woman is God. Uh-huh. The other woman is the Holy Spirit. Right. And the third woman is the woman praying. Okay. Right? So let's say I'm the woman praying right now. Right. And I'm like, Lord, I want, I want, I need this. I need you to, even if it is, I need you to heal this family member. Right. Right. Um, and the Holy Spirit, and the, the scripture talks about how the Holy Spirit knows the mind of God, knows right. the will of God, right. right? So the Holy Spirit's in the middle. He's interceding. Right. And so he turns and he looks and he says, okay, you want this person healed. Right. And turns to God and says, she wants this individual healed. God says to him, but my will is right. Right. that she learn to trust me. Wow. Wow. So the Holy Spirit takes that and comes back and says, I know what you asked for. Yeah. 
but he wants you to trust him. Right. So I'm not going to heal him right now. Right. I'm going to build your faith in me. Oh, my God. Yes. Here's the, here's the wonderful part of it. I'm going to comfort you. Right. While you're waiting. Right. I'm going to remind you. Right. Of my words about Hello. faith. Mm -hmm. I'm going to remind you. I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to give right. you all that you need. Right. To make it until I decide to heal. Hello. Right. Absolutely. So, so yes. Um, <laughs> That you just said Rodney's story. And if yes, and that's it, that's it. And if you decide to heal him on the other side. Absolutely. I have to be okay with that, y'all. I had to get there. I wasn't there at year one. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until about year two that I thought, okay, I had all I thought, okay, Cheryl is just so good. She gonna have all these people praying and Canada and oh every state. And I just had in my mind, okay, all I need to do is just get all these believers to pray for him. Absolutely. That's it. That's the answer. That's the answer. And Rodney will get up out of his bed. He will no longer be blind. Mm -hmm. He will walk. He will talk. Everything will be good. God had to say, I'm gonna show you who I am and how you gonna be so good with this. Mm -hmm. And at the end, Y'all are going to be just thankful that he lived. Mm. Y'all, we just thankful mm. to have six years with him. Mm. We were just thankful. He couldn't see us. He couldn't walk. He couldn't feed himself. He couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't. But God. Mm. But God. Absolutely. So it was no, no accident. And I have to give you this. It was no accident that in 2023, where I attend churches, the Mountain View Church of Christ, we had our theme was but God. Mm. And it was like every Sunday I'm looking at that thinking, but God. Absolutely. In my mind I'm thinking he's he's alive, but God. Absolutely. He can't do this, but God. Absolutely. I needed to see that. That was for me. Mm -hmm. That was for me. Yeah, the church may have thought of it, but that was God saying to me once again, he was speaking to me. Absolutely. Because that's what I needed. Yeah, so don't take um take liberties with Things that are happening because it's for you. Mm -hmm. You've just got to accept it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So I absolutely love that, that you can show that in however you're choosing to minister and serve other women that, hey, it's about that walk. It's about that transformation that you, and I will never forget the six years that I had with Rodney. Mm -hmm. I will never forget the 36 years of marriage, but I needed that transformation to get me to where I am now, and I can trust with not ever seeing anything before I would want to see it. Right. You know, okay, right. God, can you just show me how it's going to work out? I, I, I want to trust you, but right. I can right. trust him now. I can go to sleep. I don't care. I know he got it. Exactly. Absolutely got it because I have my experience. Mm -hmm. I have my transformation of him taking care of us mm -hmm. and doing this, that, and the other, even when your husband can't anymore, even when he's no longer the provider, y'all. He's no longer able to do whatever. God can sustain you. Absolutely. So tell me about a case or anybody that you've had to walk with like that. <clears throat> Ooh, that's a good one. Um. <laughs> it could be your own personal. I'm, I'm, I was thinking I'm, about through your dad's I'm passing. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. So I believe that God uses circumstances mm -hmm. to transform us. Okay. To make us into who he wants. Right. Okay. Um, 
and we fight and kick against the circumstances. Yep, we do. But it is the it is the circumstance that that causes me to respond to him. Yeah. Am I making sense? Right, that makes sense. Um, I, I, I just want to go to a story about um, Abraham. Okay. And how at every juncture that Abraham kind of lost faith, you know. Yeah. He, um, the, the scripture talks about in... Uh, Genesis 12, where God told him to go to this land. He gets there, and um, then there's a famine. Uh -huh. So he leaves where God told him to go uh -huh. and goes to Egypt. Wow. Which means he didn't believe that God could sustain him there. Right. Because nowhere in that passage does it talk about uh -huh. God told him to go to Egypt. <laughs> God told him to go where he was. Wow. Right? Uh-huh. So he gets to Egypt and then he has a problem. The king loves his wife, thinks right. he's beautiful, takes the right. wife. And right. Right. As soon as Abraham, or Abram at that point, uh -huh. is obedient, God reveals more of his plan. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. In, in in my own life, in my and in, in particularly right at this very moment, it has been one of the more difficult things that I've walked through. Mm -hmm. But I have been able to, through His grace, yes, been able to literally say, "I know that you've given me strength for this day." Right. Right. Uh huh. And I'm going to rely on that strength for this day. Right. I'm not going to look to tomorrow. Yep. Because tomorrow is, is mad, right. mad overwhelming. Right. So on this day, I'm going to walk in what you've given me. Right. You've given me peace. Uh-huh. You've given me love yep. and joy. You've given me all that I need for this right. day. Right, absolutely. And so I'm going to walk in that. Mm -hmm. And so I understand some things about him in that, in this situation right here. Because you couldn't have told me um, two months ago. Uh huh. I, I wouldn't have been able to say what I'm saying to you now. Right, okay. I believe it would have been different just based on who I am and my right. own personality and the right. way I like to control stuff and handle right. stuff. I would not have been able to say, I don't know what to do here. Mm -hmm. I need you to handle this. I need you to guide me. And I need you to give me what I need for this day. Right. And I'm going to rest and I'm going to be still. Right. And I'm going to follow you right. every single day. Wow. I didn't know everything. Without this circumstance right. transforming me, right. I would not be at this point. Absolutely. Are you following what yep. I'm saying? So true. So I, I go back to my original statement. I, I believe that he uses the circumstances of life, mm -hmm. whatever they are, yes. in order to transform us into who he wants us to be. Yeah, definitely. So... I, you know, I, I, of course there are stories about other women. Of course there are because right. of just life, 
yeah. life and, and the ministry and, and yeah, you know, all of that. Absolutely. But I can talk about me better than absolutely. I can talk about anybody. I, I love that. That is so good. That is so good. And I think we are our biggest um our biggest witness, you know, I really do. I think if we just sit back and look at, oh, my goodness, he did this and he did that. And when we really start chronicling and really, I'm about writing, y'all. So I'm about writing it down. Oh, my goodness, he did this at this point. He did this at this point. Oh, my goodness, I didn't know how I was going to come through that. But this happened. And, da, da, da. and when you start to think about all that stuff, it's like, oh, he's pretty amazing. <laughs> you know, he did some good stuff. You know, Absolutely. just looking at your own life, not even worrying about whatever is going on with your family, your children, your spouse, or whatever. What did he do for you? Oh, y'all, I want you to get there. Absolutely. I want you to get there because when I got there is when he could be really God in my life. Mm -hmm. Before, it was like, okay, Cheryl Jones, Queen of Hearts, I got it. Mm -hmm. But when I had to say, Oh, I got nothing. <laughs> I can't do this. Absolutely. And when I realized it was him doing it all, it's like, oh, okay, but he can do everything, y'all. Mm -hmm. So now the pressure's off of me. Absolutely. Oh, I don't have no pressure because I know God's going to do this. He gave this to me. Mm -hmm. And it's when you start to walk in that confidence, he gave this to you. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that? Mm -hmm. If you don't believe that, you need to get in prayer. You need to get in your closet. You need to figure out what is he giving to you because everybody has something. Mm -hmm. Everybody has something. Now, I'm not saying everybody needs to have this business that's all oh, this, that, and the other. I'm not saying that. I'm saying on your job, you can be that go-to chick. Mm -hmm. You can be that chick that come to, girl, can you pray for me? Absolutely. You can be that person. Absolutely. You can be that person. They're like, oh, go to her. She'll pray for you. Absolutely. Yeah, be known for that person. Be that light. Be that witness wherever you are. I wanted to see if you had any advice for, I love, and I call them girls, but they're really women, between the age of 20 and 30. If you had to give them any advice, what would you tell them? Ooh-wee. I know. That's a good good that's area it. right there. Because, you know, I try to think of myself at that age, and I was crazy as all get out. Me too. Me too. Um, <laughs> I, I don't mean crazy for real. But, um, you know what? I really would want them to kind of how Solomon told us to enjoy our lives. Yes. I, I want you to enjoy right. being that age. Right. right. Yeah. I want you to discover um, all the wonderful things about being a woman. I right. want you to do that. But I also want you to remember your creator. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And I want you to remember all those sayings of the the women who are older. Yeah. I want you to take their advice knowing that they mean you well and they've, they've been down this road. Yes. Right? yes. So I, I kind of want you to hold all of that at the same time. Hello. Right? Enjoy yeah. yourself. Be, you know, go do, travel, right. do, do, do what you want to do. Right. But remember your creator. Hello. Right? Mm -hmm. Don't don't forget about God and all right, of this and right. his plan for your life. Yes. And and get you some 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 older women who can speak some wisdom right. into speak your, life your into life. You. Speak yes. life into you. That, that, that's probably what I Absolutely. Probably and you know it's so funny? I didn't know I was that older woman until I started thinking about it. I said, wait a minute, I'm in that age group to start speaking life into people. <laughs> so it's like Oh, yeah. I am that older woman yeah, now. Okay. Titles oh, yeah, I'm that woman now. Okay, okay. Just so I, I just make sure I go to them, y'all. I go to them. Mm -hmm. Even 
when they don't think that nobody sees it or Absolutely. sees that, Absolutely. girl, I done been there. I know what you're going through. Absolutely. Hey, let me tell you how I got through Absolutely. it. You know, and not being afraid to share your, everybody wasn't always had a perfect life. Absolutely. It's those imperfections, y'all, that people need to know. Absolutely. It's those imperfections that people need to know. There is a God. Mm -hmm. You can make it through this. Absolutely. And making it through this looks like this. Absolutely. can be one of the ways it looks like. It may not be your way, but I'm telling you all things are possible when you believe in God. So knowing that and knowing how you love to give to others, do you have anything coming up? We have about five minutes or so. What do you want to tell us about what you have coming up? Listen, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, I am getting the opportunity, uh, and I haven't posted this anywhere. But uh oh, I need, I need said it first on Tuesday talk with the Queen of Arts. And, and, and I've been negligent in that. I need to do that. <laughs> um, I am honored to to speak at the Bloom Conference hmm. at Harding University. Oh my goodness, that's going to be amazing. I'm excited. Um, it is their 100-year centennial. Oh, wow. And um, just super excited to, yeah. to do that. It's, wow. Uh, that's coming in February. In February. Okay, that's mm -hmm. awesome. So if you're near Searcy, Arkansas. That, that's how you say it. I think so. I, I mess it up. So It's people, Arkansas, people, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Dallas people connected. could drive. We yeah. could drive, absolutely. If you, if Give me the dates, girl. There, I'm saying. <laughs> the week of the 23rd and 24th. Oh, no. Come on That's up. Great Come on up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's awesome, y'all. Just any opportunity you have to share with others, let us know what you have going on. I know you have a journal because I recently purchased it, so talk a little bit about your journal. How did that come to play? Listen, I have journaled all of my life. Oh, wow. I, I mean that. I, I rem y'all remember those diaries with the little key that, yes! kept, that kept nobody out. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, I remember receiving those like at ten and eleven. Right, and right, I right. really thought I was doing yeah, something. I um, and I remember my parents used to read it. Right? Oh my goodness! And I knew they would read it, so oh, I'd so write you stuff in there. Stuff. I, yeah. No, no, no. All right, they make me sick because <laughs> I couldn't say it right. <laughs> Um, but just journaled, <laughs> isn't that bad? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Just journaled all of my life. Wow. Um, it helped me to process. Yes, right? yes. And as I've gotten older, I've continued that. Mm -hmm. um, in my office is a stack of, I would estimate, probably about 40 journals. Oh, wow. That I've filled up. Already. Oh, wow. I journal my prayers. I journal right. what he's done. I journal right. what I've asked for. I journal how he's answered. I, I journal how I've grown. I journal everything. Absolutely. And it helps me to process a situation. Yes. Right? It helps me yeah. to think through it. Right. And not, because you, you know how you're driving down the street and you're, you're on your way somewhere. And so you may start to think about this issue, right? Um, I have a problem with my boss at work. Right. And how did that start? And as you're thinking, I want. I think it started that day. Oh man, did I take out? Did I take out food for the meat for tonight? I don't think I did. You know what? I don't really want to make that anyway. I probably need to stop by the store. 
And then you go back and you're like, okay, okay, I'm thinking about, so what am I going to say to him when I get to work? Right. right. Mm -hmm. Am I going to talk? Listen, I knew I was forgetting something. I left those clothes going to the cleaner on the chair. Wow. You never think anything fully through. Right. Because there are interruptions at yep. every juncture, right? Yep, so true. But when you're journaling, mm -hmm. you can take a situation and it. go from mm -hmm. the front of it to your word completion, completion. right? Yep. Even with how he answered it wow. and, and where you are in that uh -huh. situation. So I said to myself, listen, since you love journaling so much, and journaling is such a huge part of your life, right? perhaps you should write a journal. Right. So I, I sat down and I used that journal, um, my own journal, because I, I have questions. Right. Um, what does God want me to think about this situation mm -hmm. in light of this scripture? Right. And there's a scripture there. Right. And it's got room for you to write all as yes. much as you want. I, I attended, and I know I, I'm probably giving you more than you asked for. I spoke at a, um, a recent ladies' event, and one of the sisters got up. And she was giving me, um, she was talking about the journal. Yeah. And she talked of how she used that journal to go through a problem. Oh, wow. Literally. And she said, the next day, I flipped the page, and I answered that question. Wow. But it was all related to this one situation. Yeah. So I was very proud of that. That's very awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah, that's kind of how it came. Yeah, that's awesome. Y'all, we need those tools and things that we can use to, to get through things. Because here's the thing, y'all. Everything in life is not going to be easy. But everything in life is doable. I believe that God has not given us something that we can't handle. It may be difficult to handle. You may not get the answer that you want. God knows I wanted my husband to live. But here's what I know, y'all. I wanted him to live a better life. There's this thing called quality of life. Rodney's quality of life was slim. I'm going to tell you. He was not happy. But we had to make happiness in the situation he was in. Mm -hmm. So when I tell people, when they you know, ask me, how are you so happy that he's gone? I'm not happy he's gone. I'm happy he's not suffering, y'all. Mm -hmm. There's a big difference. Huge difference. There's a huge difference in knowing when your time is up with something, mm -hmm. knowing when you have completed the journey. Mm -hmm. Rodney Jones completed his journey at 62. I'm not sad about that. What I want to do is be effective wherever I am. And that's what I want for you. I want for you to say, and I tell people, I just said this on Facebook yesterday. I do Mondays and Wednesdays, y'all. Y'all need to tune in for that live. It'd be, it'd be spicy hot. Come on now. Uh, but anyway, what I said is, what if you knew in 12 months you'd be gone? How would you live these last 12 months? I believe it'd be the best year of your life. Because you're looking at my end is near. Why don't we live like that now? Why don't we tell everybody we love, hey, I love you? Why don't we say, hey, I want to help you? Hey, this, that, and the other. Do everything as though you're dying. Mm. That made life for Rodney Jones so good. Because, see, he did some things that he probably wouldn't have normally did. He told me to do some things I wouldn't have normally did. I'm not a confronter. I've, I've run when a fight come up. I ain't gonna lie, I'm not a fighter. I don't confront. But this year, 2023, not this year, but last year, this year, he made me confront some things. He made me go to some people and say, you're hurting me because you're doing this, this, and this. Difficult text to write, 
But boy, did the weight lift off of me after I got it off my chest. Mm. Y'all, I just encourage you to get where you need to be. Get the journal. I have the journal. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I ain't used it yet, Lisa, but I've been busy. But I am going to use it because that's a tool, you guys, that can help you. Where can they find the journal? You can find it on Amazon. Amazon. What's the name Amazon. of it? Walking in the Power of Grace. Ooh, Walking in the Power of Grace, y'all. Y'all need to get that journal. You need some tools that can help you along your journey. Because here's what I know, you guys. If we're going to be kingdom women, if we're going to be kingdom-centered, we've got to have some kingdom tools, y'all. Mm -hmm. we got some. We got to have some things that does say the Lord. The Bible is great. There are 50 million versions of the Bible. And I think that you need to get the one that you believe is ministering to you. For me, that's the Message Bible. It is so cool. Mm -hmm. well, I love the Message Bible. Mm -hmm. But making sure that you compare and contrast and making sure it's sound. So I will say that. So um, just know that you need to do, we've got to take, um, We've got to take the lead on our own life. We've got to take the lead on our own spiritual walk. It's not the preacher's journey. It's your journey. Absolutely. It's not their job. It's not the elders and the deacons and all them to get you where you need to be. You need to say, ooh, I'm not where I need to be. Absolutely. You know, one of the things is so funny. I told you, Rodney's family, they were, ooh, loving and kissing and hugging. Right, and right. We were not that. Right. So when I met him and... Everybody kiss everybody. I'm like, I don't want to be kissing your cousin like that. What is going on? You know. So I thought they were the weirdest people. But when I realized some people need an outward point of love. Mm -hmm. Everybody is not just a hi, how you doing? Some people need a hug. And you'll know, ask the Holy Spirit. To, the Holy Spirit is with us. Mm -hmm. So talk a little bit about that. The Holy Spirit is there to guide us. So talk a little bit about that and helping people see that use the Holy Spirit as your tool to know when you need to operate in the right flow. Oh, my goodness. You know, it's funny because um, I, I am... I'm so thankful for him. I, yes. I don't know how. I don't know how you make it without right. him. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. Because he speaks to you. Right. And guides you if you allow. Right. If you if you allow him. him. That's the word. And I sometimes I kick myself because my, my prayer these days. Um, as it relates to the Holy Spirit, is help me to hear, not not yeah. just hear you, right, but to be obedient to what I hear. Right. Because how, how many of you can check off the times when you say, something told me. Yep. I hate when people say Ooh, that. Yeah. That, that irks yeah. me to know it. No, it wasn't something. It was the Holy Spirit <laughs> that told you. Definitely. Right? Definitely. Um, and he communicates with us. Right. He's constantly in right, communication right. with us. It's a matter of where, whether we're listening right. and whether we obey. Mm -hmm. I, I want to kick myself 50 times if just simple things that he talks about. Um, you need to get this before you leave the house. Hello. And I say to myself, I don't need that. Get out on the road stranded somewhere. Yeah, that's yeah, what I need. That. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, just... Even the practical things right, of life, right. he communicates right, with us. Right. And so, right. oh my goodness, yeah. uh, yes, I, I can't tell you where I'd be without right, him. Right, right. So it's just yielding to the prompting, y'all. Exactly. Just knowing that, okay, he's there. He's going to He's going to be there for us, definitely, y'all. So I just want to say thank you so much for being here. Oh, How can the audience me. connect with you? 
Listen, you can connect with me on lisawillis.com. You can look up, that's my website, or you can email me at Lisa, and that's L-E-S-A. Yeah, different. Um, (laughs) Yes, get that right. Yeah. L-E-S-A at lisawillis.com. Definitely. um, There are all sorts of little places where you can click and we can be in contact. There you go. Definitely. You guys, well, thank you all so much for being here today on Tuesday Talk with the Queen of Heart. Join me next week as I interview someone that I can't remember right now, but it's going to be great. So join me next week, Tuesday at 11. Sorry, we're a little bit late today. We had some technical difficulties, but we are here. So thank you for following and watching us today, and God bless you. Bye-bye.